eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's the end of year awards. We discuss best young player of the year, the best player of the year, the biggest upset of the year. We discuss and pay tribute to those who have left us. We also discuss the best club teams, best national anthems, the best moments of 2021. I can't do this alone. This is an award show. We needed Heath Pierce, Jimmy Conrad, James Bench. It is the Gago Lasso end of year awards, and it begins right now. to the end of year awards i am lme with my little mixer here so every time you hear that sound it's coming from me not this nurse he can't take all the production okay uh credit here but we welcome our amazing panel our amazing team who have been part of this journey for kegolasso for 2021 jimmy conrad looking good as always my man yeah and feeling good because i comb my hair for the first time in kegolasso history so you're welcome everybody it's a big deal then <laughs> see, I like my mixer. James Bench, <laughs> James Bench, like Daniel Craig, looking so smooth, brother. How are you? Yeah, I'm excited to be here. I don't get invited to parties often, so uh, it's a big moment for me. Oh, oh no! Well, I had this one instead. <laughs> <laughs> Hockey's, I love it. Let's go. Keith Pierce, what's up, buddy? Oh man, I'm just worried about whatever you're gonna say, whatever you're gonna, whatever button you're gonna press after I say I'm doing, I'm doing, I'm doing well. But uh, I'm excited. Uh, uh, congrats to all the nominees, and uh, hopefully have some great winners tonight. And everybody has a good time. Heath, you're Hollywood. Heath. We know Le- we know Lewandowski won't have a good time tonight, but <laughs> oh, for everybody else, oh, I hope they do. That's okay. so mean. Listen, you're Hollywood Heath. I've got one for you. Cinderella (laughs) welcome everybody to our end of year was 2021 James Ben Jimmy Conrad Heath Pierce and today we will discuss all those awards and basically all the boys are going to give us a nomination we'll do a winner and we will salute or if you are angry about it go on Kegolasso pod on Twitter youtube.com forward slash Kegolasso and tell us your grievances and tell us why you disagree because I'm sure 1000% that you will disagree. But before we move on, just want to thank you all for being part of the family. More than 6,000 subscribers on YouTube. Uh, We are verified on Twitter. That's right, damn it. We are verified and it's all thanks to you. So thank you. All right, let's begin everybody with the awards. I love this. My wife is going to get so mad because I'm going to do this after everything. All right, let's go. Let's begin with the best young player of 
the year. This has been a great year for young footballers all over the world to show what they can do. And here are the nominees. Uh, first of all, Jimmy Conrad, give me your nominee. I'm going with Pedri just because of what he's accomplished in a short period of time at the age of now he's 18, but uh, joined Barcelona in 2020 from Las Palmas and just really blew up and took the, the world by storm. So I think he's the easy winner, but he's my nominee as well. I love it. Uh, for me, Mason Mount, I could have picked any one of a hundred English players, the best group of young players in the world, possibly that the world has ever seen. Mason Mount, the key man, for the champions of Europe, a key man for England, now scoring goals and providing assists for fun. Thomas Tuchel loves him. Frank Lampard loves him. Gareth Southgate loves him. The consummate team player. Uh, he is going to be winning best player in the world pretty soon. Wow. Uh, yeah. I, is this whole show going to be like this with this type of uh, <laughs> English bias of everything? Just yes. being, well, uh, give us what right. you got, Heath. All right. I'm going with Erling Holland. Uh, obviously, no need to really describe what he's done. I feel like maybe we've lost a little touch with him with his injuries late in the year, but still think he's very deserving of just what he's done so far as well as what he's going to do. So he is my nominee. Erling Holland. Hold on. Erling Holland is a grown-ass man. We're talking well, about I, the I young mean, player of the year. I mean, how, how how young do we need to be there, Jimmy? I don't know. <laughs> well, compared to all of us, he's very young, right? Fair, I mean, he's 21. He's okay. included in this. Fine. He's included in this because my nomination is Vinicius Jr. And he's yeah, 21. So, so there you go. But there can only be one winner. And the winner is... Oh, no, that's the wrong one. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> Pedri! Jimmy, your nomination wins. Jimmy, a few words for Pedri. Why, why, tell me about him. Are you happy? Well, yes, of course I'm happy. I think he deserved it. He logged so many minutes. I think he played more games than anybody in the history of the world uh, for a calendar year, or at least from the beginning of one season to the next. He played the Euros. He was a young player of the tournament during the Euros. He then went on to play the Olympics and helped Spain get to the final. They ended up losing to Brazil. But uh, he's the first young player of the, and he won the Ballon d'Or for young player of the, uh, of the year. And that's the first time a Barcelona player has done that since 2005 with a player named Leo Messi. So I think the future is very bright for Pedri, assuming he can stay healthy because now he's hurt because he logged so many minutes. But we wish him the best. What a season. Well done, Pedri. I'm sure you were, you were waiting for this award more than anything. So well done, uh, <laughs> Pedri. All right, let's move on here. And let's go to a big one here, everybody. The best player of the year. And this is obviously... Filled with so much talent, but the boys here are going to give their two cents. Heath Pierce, let's begin with you. Who is your nominee for the best male player of the year? Uh, I don't know. I, I, this one hurt me, but I just went with Mo Salah because he excites me. He makes the game fun. I like the way he smiles, and he also delivers on the field. So he is my nominee for obvious reasons. Goal scoring machine. Again, another guy that's hurt me really late in the year and potential his potential to win because he's just not scoring at the rate that he was before, but he is my nominee. I mean, the best male player of the year this year is the same as it's been for the last 10, 15 years. It's Leo Messi guys. Don't, don't overthink this. You know, he's, he's not, not English. <laughs> <laughs> he's the only reason he's not scoring in league earn is he doesn't want to sully his record with that farmer's league of a competition. <laughs> Still lighting it up on the big stages. Look at what he did. Look at the Barcelona team now and look at what they were like with Leo Messi. Still the best player in the world. Still the one player that we'd all want to see. And the Ballon d'Or winner as well. It's got to be Messi. 
Come on. Come on. Robert Lewandowski, 54 games, 64 goals, 9 assists. Leo Messi in 56 games, 41 goals, and 17 assists. Uh, Bundesliga DFL Super Cup winner. Broke the single-season record for Bundesliga goals in a season, breaking Gerd Muller's record. I also beat Gerd Muller's record for most goals in a calendar year in the Bundesliga. The guy is absolutely cruising. He got robbed at the ball on door by the way, James Benj. And I think this is another easy winner for me. Robert Lewandowski, show me the money, everybody. Let's do it. Jimmy, I agree with you. I am also going with Lewandowski, but I don't make the vote. The vote comes from a secret Wizard of Oz-like uh, kind of character, and I won't tell you who it is, but the winner is, everybody, Mohamed Salah. Well, <laughs> Jimmy's ready to leave. Jimmy is ready to leave. James Benj. Mohamed Salah wins. What do you think? Well, I mean, because he's he's a phenomenon. He's doing it in the best league in the world, scoring goal of the month winners left, right, and centre. Always delivering for Liverpool. Carried them in the at the end of last season, and now maybe has made them the best team in Europe uh, in the second half of the season. They're, they're phenomenal with him, and yeah, he's he's amazing. Heath, you voted for him. Are you happy? I'll let you have two words. Uh, I am happy. I feel like, again, uh, Lewandowski was perhaps robbed. Uh, I feel like Messi should have taken this to, uh, because whoever it is that was giving this award probably leaned towards Messi here. But I respect this going with something different, going with something fresh and new. Mohamed Salah, an incredible player and well-deserving of this award. Congrats I mean, to him. I know. Yes, Jimmy. What? I, I Just literally two words about Mo Salah. Recency bias. That's it. <laughs> Tremendous player. Recency bias. He's doing amazing right now, but let's say over the course of the year. Come on, Lewandowski. All right. Well, Jimmy, you know what? <laughs> oh, <come on. laughs> it's me and all the listeners are feeling the same way. I'm speaking for the, the people right now. Uh, it's, uh, speaking of the people, uh, there, aside from players, everybody, this year brought us so many incredible moments, whether it was on the pitch, off the pitch. Uh, I, I know that specifically the summer and the tournaments, there were some moments that really uh, impacted not just the game, but the way that we see the game. And we got some great nominees um, as we discuss the biggest upsets of 2021, those games that you thought, what the hell? And maybe it's not a game because I know we're going to talk about a certain Polish striker in a second. But let's begin with you, James Bench. Who is your nominee for the biggest upset of 2021? This might be the biggest upset of a generation. Sheriff, who we'd all never heard of at the start of this year, just beat Real Madrid. And, you know, this was... This is remarkable. You know, a team that had never played in the Champions League before go to the Bernabeu and, yes, get impossibly lucky. I think they face something like 30-odd shots. Yeah, hit them on the counter. possession or something, yeah. Who wants possession? No goals, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, Dreams. so that's James Benjes, the sheriff, beating Real Madrid in September in the Champions League. Uh, Heath, go ahead. I'm going with the same thing. I had the fortunate opportunity to do the copywriting for the Champions League group stages on Paramount Plus, you know, the little game descriptions that went below. And uh, it gave me, them beating Real Madrid gave me plenty of joy and opportunity to just talk about Sheriff in all the context that I want. So it gave me lots of fun to write about for months. So I'm going with the upset of uh, Sheriff over Real Madrid as well. Yeah, it's hard to go against that, but I will add Lewandowski missing out on the ball and door to Messi. And just for the laughs, England losing at home at Wembley to Italy with a 1-0 lead in the Euro final. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, that is terrible. <laughs> this is workplace <laughs> abuse. <laughs> that is some <laughs> evil laughter, oh, but we only can only have one winner. By the way, my vote is also Sheriff beating Real Madrid. And guess who the winner is, everybody? It's Sherry! 
Cardiff beating Real Madrid. Unbelievable. Everybody's so happy. Well done, Sheriff. Indeed. Good luck in the Europa League. All right. We're going to shift gears a little bit because 2021 is not just about uh, celebrating goals and moments and upsets, but it's also paying tribute to those who really impacted the game in so many ways. So many players through the years that have not just created so many amazing moments for us, but at the same time able to give us uh, some happiness, whether you support the team or not. And uh, we want to pay tribute to those who passed away in 2021. We can't give you the full list right now, but obviously our hearts uh, go out to all of those who passed away and to their families and friends. But let's do three here and let's begin with you, Heath Pierce, on on your particular uh, in memoriam. Yeah, for me, it's Gerd Müller, uh, 1970 Ballon d'Or winner, European and world uh, champion with West Germany, scorer of 563 goals for Bayern Munich, where among other things, he won three European Cups and four Bundesliga titles. Der Bomber passed away 15th of August, just two days after my birthday, age 75. So rest in peace, Gerd Müller, a legend of the game and a rarity in the sport. Yeah, I want to bring up uh, Paul Mariner. Rest in peace to him and all the best to his family during what I'm sure is still a difficult time, especially over the holidays. The former Arsenal and England striker who became a beloved figure at New England Revolution where he started as an assistant coach in 2004 under Stevie Nichol, helping the team reach three straight MLS Cup finals. He returned to the club in 2014 as a color commentator calling games alongside Brad Feldman for six years. And as I mentioned, he lost his battle to brain cancer back in July. I just have a short story about him. They, Him and Stevie Nichol were the all-star coaches back in 2007. The game was in Canada against West Ham. And on that team was their own captain from the Revolution, Shalry Joseph, David Beckham, Cuauhtémoc Blanco, uh, Juan Pablo Angel, all Amazing. these guys, Pablo Mastriani, just littered, littered with, with stars. I was on the team as well, and they gave me the opportunity to be captain. And it was honestly one of the biggest honors of my career because the whole team was filled with captains. Lana Donovan was on there as well, Frankie Hayduk. And uh, I was so grateful to them for giving me that honor. I, I, I look back on that very fondly, and, and uh, I really appreciate Paul Mariner and his sense of humor, and he's going to be greatly missed, and, and uh, I've missed him ever since. I've what a great news. story. Thank you, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to follow on from that as well, one that I know means an awful lot to people here in England, but around the world, Jimmy Greaves, one of the greatest uh, to ever play the game in this country, a, a legend everywhere, but particularly like at, at Tottenham at Ch- and Chelsea, the highest scorer in the history of English football with 357 league goals, also part of the 1966 World Cup winning team, maybe should have played in that final. Um, one of the greats, really beloved and one of the nicest people you'll meet. Um, an excellent broadcaster in his years after playing football as well. You know, really, for a lot of people, they will remember him as much for his work with Ian St. John as for his exploits on the pitch. He died on 19th of September, aged 81, and I think it really spoke to the esteem he's held in in English football that everyone, every ground across the country was united in mourning and and also paying tribute to one of the greatest to ever play the game. Well said, my friend, and well said to uh, Jimmy and Heath, and uh, we pay tribute to all of you. Uh, and to those who passed in 2021, our thoughts go with you. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we got more awards, including the best national team, the best club team, the biggest moment of 2021, and my personal favorite, the best que golazo moment of 2021. Que golazo, end of year awards. We'll be right back. Did you know that while over 60% of Americans dream of starting their own business, less than 20% of them take the first step? The reason? Building a business is tough. Taylor Brands is simplifying the business journey. From launching and managing 
To grow in your business, Taylor Brands isn't just another tool. It's your online business partner from launch to success. With Taylor Brands, building your dream business becomes an effortless experience. Their comprehensive platform guides you through every step, ensuring you have everything you need in one place. From LLC formation to bookkeeping, invoicing to acquiring licenses and permits, and even setting up your bank account, Taylor Brands handles it all seamlessly. And our listeners will receive 35% off Taylor Brands LLC formation plans using our link, taylorbrands.com slash Sports. That's T-A-I-L-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-S dot com slash CBS Sports. So start your business journey today with Taylor Brands. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's an international award show, by the way. Heath Pierce from Dubai. Jimmy Conrad from San Francisco. James Bench from Croydon. <laughs> Ellen <laughs> from New York City. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the end of year award 2021. Absolutely. We got a few more awards to give, and we continue with the best club team so let's go first with james bench who is your club of 2021 i don't care that all they've done is won the eredivisie and go unbeaten in the champions league group stage it's ajax man i turn on the tv to watch loads of goals being scored by cool football players i <laughs> doing that in abundance 102 <laughs> goals in 34 eredivisie games last season they're exactly on course to match that this oh and by the way they're taking any team in the champions league to the cleaners at the moment so yeah it's them all right. Well, that's a good one. Heath Beers, what do you think? I'm going with Ajax as well. Uh, you oh. know, I was always my, it was always my dream to play at this club. They were always uh, a club that uh, they never responded to my emails, by the way, when I tried to play there. <laughs> Apparently, that's not how you do it. Uh, I never learned that during my career. Uh, clearly, I somehow yeah, the Dutch learn, but, don't do that, yeah, but the yeah. Dutch are like, we, yeah, don't, yeah. we don't do emails here. Yeah, the, you know, and like, you know, just the clarity, pixelations of some of my highlight reels and things like that didn't work to my favor, but just an incredible team. And again, a breath of fresh air in the way that they play, the style that they play. So many of us from my generation don't remember uh, some of the early days or only have little glimpses of the early days of what Ajax were capable of. And to see them come back and be a legitimate contender, not just in the Eredivisie, but also in the Champions League, is just, uh, you know, warms my heart. So they're my nomination. Wow, Ajax from both of you is a bit of a surprise. Obviously, I think Chelsea is, is a maybe an obvious answer given what they did in the Champions League or under Tuchel in a short period of time. But I'm going with a little bit of an outsider. Uh, I'm going with Granada, actually. Whoa! Yes, Granada, who have the 13th biggest budget in La Liga, got to the Europa League quarterfinals last season after getting promoted from the second division in Spain in 2019 to the top division. They finished in seventh to qualify for the Europa League. And they did the business. They knocked out Napoli in the round of 32. And then Molda in the round of 16 to face Manchester United 
in the quarterfinals. What a run. Their first ever time in Europe. And I just can't give enough praise to Diego Martinez for getting his team to play over and above what they were capable of. And again, with barely no budget. I mean, I feel like Real Madrid's budget is 10 times the, the amount that Granada has to spend. So it was really impressive. And I just wanted to give them some love. Can I, can I just point out real quick, uh, Luis, yeah, that, that, that Jimmy said Granada, and I thought he meant the country because he mentioned <laughs> Shalry, he mentioned Shalry Joseph earlier in the, in the episode, and now he mentioned Granada. I thought this was uh, there was something that I didn't know about, so I just feel like just the submission was a little confusing. Just you know, <laughs> no, fair enough, fair enough. But Granada is in there, indeed. Two votes for Ajax, one from Granada. You cannot disregard Manchester City. That's my vote. What a team. What a year for them. They just keep winning and winning. I believe that their massive victory, well, massive in terms of uh, record, not because it was the opponent, but their win against, sorry, Jimmy, uh, to Newcastle United meant that it was their 34th of 2021, the 34th away win, which eclipses the 33 that Liverpool did, by the way, under the great Bob Paisley back in 1982. But that's not the winner. None of us win. You know who the winner is? It is... Chelsea! Chelsea win the award for best team. Do you know know all the answers? Are are you the one behind all this? (laughs) I'm just I I don't see you opening any envelopes in front of us right now. There is no transparency, by the way. Can I just say, I just read the rules. I don't make them. All right? This is what's (laughs) happening. This is what I was told. Chelsea, they won the Champions League. Some tremendous work under Thomas Tuchel. Obviously, the end of the year has become a little bit more competitive, but you cannot... Disregard all the work that the German manager did for the South London club. So Chelsea wins well also, done. Also, just to throw yeah. in there, I think that we should throw in the women's team as well under Emma Hayes. They've, they've had a ton of success. Uh, tell winning, him, Jimmy. Well, tell, winning the Women's Super League and obviously, unfortunately, losing the final to the Barcelona uh, women's team. Uh, Barcelona's women's team. Excellent. But, but One I of just the thought, only teams right now, by the way, fully vaccinated as well. S- so, so yes, all that. Chelsea, I think both the men and the women, when you combine all of that, I think they're deserved winners for being the club of the year. I love it. I love it. All right, let's move on here. This is a good one. Best national team, everybody. Uh, a country of 2021 that you think deserves the nod for the best of the year. Heath Pierce, let's, because, you know, you are in the area with a World Cup will be hosted in 2022. Let's go with you, buddy. All right, everybody, just lean lean in a little closer here for this. All right, one, I'm okay? leaning. I'm, I'm leaning. going. I'm going with the United States of America. Oh here God. is why. Here is why we took down Mexico twice. Two trophies for those games. Now we gave them a dose of cero. Makes it a trace of cero on the year. I don't care about anything that happens outside of the borders, even though I am not currently in the United States right now. I'm all about the U.S. versus Mexico. When the U.S. is beating Mexico, they are my favorite team in the world. They are my favorite team to watch, even though Jimmy and I obliterated them on the meaningless friendly they had the other day. They are still top of my list in terms of moving forward. The talent that we have across the board, the amount of players we have in the Champions League, can't deny it. Okay, you probably could deny it based on on certain results and the way that we play in qualifying, but that's not what I'm about. This is a propaganda machine, and I'm using it. I'm using my time wisely to push this narrative forward. U.S. is my nominee. Okay, I'm not going to double down on that as much as I want to. I do want to give a shout-out. Shout-out to Denmark. I thought they handled the Christian Eriksen situation with with total class and and, and especially being in the moment. And and as shocking as that was, seeing – that one of their teammates, you know, fall on the grounds and, and not really know what's happening for them to, to make some really tough decisions and move forward. And after that happened, still having success at World Cup qualifying, 
I think really speaks to the quality of that team and, and uh, how they handled some very, very unique and scary situations. And I just want to give a shout out, actually, with regard to their qualifying. In the first nine games, they won all nine of them to book their ticket. They weren't first. Germany ended up actually booking their ticket first from Europe to the World Cup in Qatar. But uh, they ended up losing the last one. So they didn't have a clean sheet. But nine wins and one loss, 10 qualifying games to book their ticket is a really special team. And I wouldn't want to face them in the World Cup next year. Well said. So let's let everyone in on a little secret here. We've got a Google Doc in front of us. It tells us which teams to say. I noticed on this Google Doc, it doesn't have any mention of the true best national team in the world. The best national team of 2020, England. <laughs> da, da, da. You said We're 2020. Yeah. One. Yeah. We might not have scored that penalty if someone hadn't been shining a laser in Castle Schmeichel's <laughs> house. Um, hey, and Scotland, the Scotland game was bad. I just but, want to add something so we don't get fired here. Yes, we do have a Google Doc, but we gave our answers before. It's not like we're reading just... It's not. This isn't like Evan Almighty where Steve Carell's reading whatever it is of the, of the screen. We all have our choices. So England's your choice, James, man. It is my choice. It's the heart wants what it wants. Well, that's like Heath Pearson. Well LB, what are you going with? Because I know as a Peruvian, it's going to be hard for you to say Argentina and Italy <sighs> Jimmy, feels like read my mind, I don't know. I don't know. What are you going to say? You read my mind. It's very difficult for me to say this as a Peruvian, but it has to be Argentina. Winning Copa America for the first time since 1993, already earning their spot at the World Cup next year. I, You know, you have to give it to Argentina. Beating Brazil at Brazil in Copa America, of course, and Lionel Messi winning his first major trophy as well. I think Argentina is my vote. But guess what? The winner is... Jorginho. <laughs> Denmark! <laughs> Denmark! Well done, Denmark. Uh, he thoughts on Denmark winning? Yeah, I, I, I can't disagree with that. I pushed as hard as I could for the U.S., but Denmark makes no <laughs> sense. I, you know, going back on it, obviously I spent two and a half years of my life living in Copenhagen, got a chance to spend uh, time amongst the Danish people, uh, very great people, and to see the, what they did at the Euros, to see how they've gone on to respond to that, just to see the way the nation rallied around something is just exemplary of a country. It's exemplary of a national team, of what it means to wear the crest, of heroism, uh, so yeah, well deserved, and and uh, yeah, I take back my nomination. I go with Denmark. <laughs> Can I just say as well, Denmark? Everybody's beautiful. It's really annoying. Like I, I, I've gone like three times. Everybody's really, really. Aren't you half Danish, Jimmy? I am. I am. Thank you for saying yeah. that. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Ben. I get fifty percent of that compliment. Didn't win it. And you also give tonight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But Jimmy, you, you get 50% of that compliment, but you give up 50% of your taxes for being a as well. So, <laughs> that's true. Uh, I just want to Bench, point that out. Bench, did you say what you wanted to say? Yeah, yeah, they didn't win at Wembley. They didn't <laughs> want at Wembley. <laughs> oh, that's true, England. Didn't mean that. That's yeah, right. Raheem that's Sterling's right. diving, but it doesn't uh, matter. Go ahead. God, this is very we difficult. We don't care. let's move on let's go to the biggest moment of 2021 so many nominations this by the way once again can be something on the pitch or off the pitch let's begin with you james bench what's your biggest moment of 2021 like i'm not happy about it i don't like having to say this but i was on the internet that day clearly and maybe this is the problem with football clearly Mm. the biggest moment of 2021 was Manchester United acquiring Cristiano Ronaldo again, bringing him back. You know, I've never seen the internet quite so abuzz as a person that 
writes for a living. Uh, I've never had so many thoughts exploding through my synapses at once. Most of these being like, this could cost Ali Gunnar Solskjaer his job. Yeah, I was right on that. But I mean, you know, there has been no moment that has quite captured uh, the imagination for the for good and bad, like Cristiano Ronaldo coming back. It's funny because that seems to be a response to Messi leaving Barcelona to go to PSG. I actually feel like Ronaldo was like, why isn't it about me? I want the news to be about me. And so, yeah. He talks funny. Is that how he talks? Yeah, it's exactly how he talks. I don't know if you've heard his voice so much. But, but actually, I'm going to say from, from an influential, I'd say, moment in, in the sporting landscape here in the United States, I think that Christian Pulisic, wearing the number 10 shirt for Chelsea and being the captain of the U.S. men's national team, and winning the Champions League, I think, is a really big deal. I think it does plant the seed to younger players over here in this country that it is possible to go over and win the biggest trophies over in Europe, that we can get that respect, that we can hang with the best players in the world. And I thought that was a watershed moment for a lot of players. We might not see the impact of that for, for many years, but I think it's going to be a big deal for us moving forward over here in this country. All right, so my biggest moment of 2021, I've already spoken about it quite heavily already in this episode, in this award ceremony. It's Denmark for me. It's the country. It's the fans inside the stadium. It's the supporters. It's the players on the field. It's the medical staff. It's the country as a whole rallying around this big moment. It's the world rallying to support uh, this this moment of, of, of Christian Eriksen and the Danish national team. There was just so much about them that is to be respected and commended for. So they are my... Uh, they're my nominee for biggest moment of 2021. I'm going with the whole country uh, for this one. I love it. Denmark getting a lot of love in this episode. And I, uh, sadly, as a Peruvian, have to go with Messi winning Copa America. It was amazing just what it meant for the country, for him, etc. But the winner is... When the little car drove on with the match ball at the Euros. <laughs> That was really cool of Lorenzo and Senior to do that, I'll be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, little, little, little Leo Messi. Little Leo Messi. Right there. <laughs> Funny. Well done, little car. Cute as a button, just like uh, Lorenzo and Senior. Well done. All right, and this is the final, final award of the evening. You know what? We have a great, great laugh here at Keo Lasso, whether it's an interview or weekend recaps, weekend previews. I mean, so many fun things we do here, but we all have our favorite moments. I'll straight away give you mine. I just want to thank everybody, this team, Jimmy Conrad, Heath Pierce, James Bench, Jonathan Johnson, Christina Uncle, all the team at Paramount Plus as well that comes in as well. Fabrizio Romano, who does our weekly uh, episodes with transfers. We just, and Des Norris, who, by the way, deserves the biggest award, everybody. Des Norris, our producer, who never, ever stops. Well done. He is our little Irish gem who produces every single episode, thinks of all the ideas. Uh, just he's the best, man. So, Des, thank you so much. That's birds. <laughs> I, I thought you said that. I thought you said you put that when when it, when there's not a funny joke. No, 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 no. Uh, no. That's that's little birds chirping around the head of Des. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah it's okay. also this one as well. Oh, Des, oh, thank you, go. thank the you very much. Well, well done, everybody. Thank you. But what's your favorite giggle last moment, Jimmy Conrad? Oh, I'm gonna go back to the Concacaf Nations League semi-final and final where Heath Pierce and LME were both on TV for CBS Sports HQ. And after both of those games, they had to hustle from the stadium, fight the traffic to get back to their hotel rooms to do the podcast so we could have a recap 
of the U.S. men's national team. And it was awesome because they were so like, oh, my God, when they got back. You guys couldn't see him on camera. They're trying to get the light, get all the stuff behind them all set up. Meanwhile, I've been sitting here chilling in my PJs, watching the game, having a great time. And these guys are struggling for a couple hours just to get back to it so they yeah. can put on a good show for everybody and I have nothing but respect for that type of hustle. So those were my favorite moments. Ah, uh, Jimmy, I sweat when I blink, by the way, and that particular trip <laughs> was, was too much, but thank you. James Bench, what's your favorite moment? I know what you're going to say. Go ahead, James. Well, you mean, yeah, obviously any episode I'm on is, is clearly our <laughs> listeners and viewers' favorite moments, but, uh, what what indeed wah. <laughs> i should also point out I, I thought what was amazing was our champions league preview episode which actually yeah. i wasn't on um but you might have heard a lot of voices that that we spoke to and i mean when we talk about credit to des the way he sort of he and, and luis and, and the team pulled together these sort of interviews we had with pep guardiola thomas Tuchel, christian Pulisic, just you know some some guys we've kind of found on the street yeah. really the way that that, that melded together uh, i thought was really really special and um i mean to give you an example of how this is all being put together um that morning that they were the guys were taping the show i'd gone down to chelsea's training ground to interview to call pulisic Havertz, all those guys uh was doing it all off my iphone with a podcast mic jammed at the feet of some of the world's richest men going i know what i'm doing guys don't worry um messaging desk going i know your pod's going out in two hours but uh can you try and squeeze all this in so an amazing work a bit of ingenuity from everyone there to make that happen i love it i love it i love it heath yeah i mean Really, it's it's first and foremost, I just want to say that a daily podcast is a huge grind, and uh, I appreciate everything that you guys are doing. Everybody on this show, everybody on the show, Des Norris as, as as well, and everybody behind the scenes pushing this thing forward. A daily podcast is a lot of work. I did it for 30 days once, and it was enough for me to realize that uh, I have huge respect for anything that anybody does every single day of the week. So huge respect to you, Luis, for keeping this engine going uh, and allowing me to have uh, what I think is a propaganda machine for the U.S. national team to try to weave <laughs> the narrative of the U.S. national team into every single episode, whether it's a preview uh, for Champions League or it's a recap on the weekend. It's just a, a sign of the times of where we're going in the United States with uh, the player development, with the national team and all these things. So I appreciate this platform of being able to come on here and uh, make all the players better than they actually are and try to get everybody to believe that as we uh, head towards 2026 when we win the World Cup. I love it. I love it. And where else can you hear when uh, Ricardo Pepe stole your game controller from PlayStation as well? Only here on Que Golazo Pod. But I want to thank the entire team. And most importantly, the winner is you, the Que Golazo audience. Thank you so much for being part of our family. Thank you so much for helping us reach more than 6,000 subscribers on YouTube. Thank you for uh, following us on Twitter, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, everywhere. We can't do this without you. You are what keeps this engine going. So thank you so much. Muchísimas gracias. We are going to wrap it up now. The end of year awards is done. So final thoughts from all the boys. Jimmy, go with you first. Yeah, I just want to echo the sentiments that you put out there. Shout out to Des Norris, Lisa Roman before that, who had the reins from the production side of things. And of course, everybody that's been listening. As you know, uh, this not only is it is it considered work, I'm putting air quotes up for everybody that can't see me, but it's a passion. And we're so enthusiastic. And so to get that feedback from everybody in the audience that's listening and, and to have you be part of the community is a really special thing for all of us. And so I can't thank everybody enough. And congratulations on your award. You deserve it. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, I wouldn't want to be the guy that follows Jimmy. <laughs> uh, here's to 2022, everyone. I think this has been a really special year for Kegel Lasso, our first full year, um, and look forward to seeing what comes. Uh, should be quite a fun one, ending it with a World Cup just before Christmas. 100%. Keith. Yeah, I mean, it's just been a fun ride, and we appreciate everybody in the two-way dialogue that we get to have on this platform, everyone tuning in from all over the world, whether it's on a live show, listening to an audio format. We're building an amazing community uh, that I'm that I'm excited to continue to, to to be part of if Luis will have me. Absolutely, my man. And thank you, everybody, so much. This is just one final message to you. Oh, no, wrong one. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, Kegelasso's done. Oh, and then we have the sad one. <laughs> We're never coming back. <laughs> but this has been Kegelasso 2021 End of Year Awards. Don't forget, by the way, we have got plenty more USMNT hours, specials. We got so much as well in terms of previews and recaps. This show keeps on rolling, including transfer specials and so much more. There is much more to come from Kegelasso in 2022. Thank you so much. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Kegelasso Pod. Apple Podcast, Spotify, leave a rating and review. We will see you next time. Enjoy the holidays. And here's to 2022. All right. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.